Hello, hello, hello everyone, and welcome or welcome back to the Manifesting Gaia podcast, your source for all things spiritual and all things debunking so that you can live your most optimal life. If you're listening to this show on any podcasting platform that allows you to rate this show, please give this show five stars and subscribe to the show if possible. And all my social medias, my Twitter and my TikTok are at Manifesting Gaia. And my YouTube channel is at Manifested for Nessa, where I teach all about the law of assumption and all of the links will be in the show notes. And today we're going to be talking about having, adopting, getting, switching your mindset to an abundance mindset. To me, an abundance mindset means keeping your mind open and receptive to all of the good things in life because that is exactly what you deserve. You understand that there's more than enough to go around, infinite times without ever running out because as long as you can perceive it or conceive it in your mind, you can experience it in reality. So if no matter what, even if you're the richest person on the planet, which there is one, they keep getting money you know it's not like they became the most rich person and then they go down that's what some people do you know they win the lottery and i think that the the average rate is six years five or six years they lose it all and become even more broke than they were before they won the lottery and so obviously the richest person in the world is operating from a different mindset than from people who become millionaires overnight right But abundance isn't just about money. It's also about friendships, love, happiness, peace, good health, whatever it is that you want, whatever it is you perceive, whatever it is that is around you is abundant. With an abundance mindset as your dominant mindset, your mind is always materializing the most beautiful opportunities and experience experiences for you because you're open to them you're always seeking them you're always expecting them it's expecting that life shows up for you it's expecting that what you want will show up for you it's knowing that you're good enough to receive it everything that you want you see the good in everything because you know that it's all around you you see everything is good even when things like i'll be coaching somebody and they'll be like this just showed up and it's the opposite of what i want i hate feeling like this why does nothing go my way i'm like that's the stories you keep telling yourself you expect things to not go your way you expect you to call stuff in but not be able to keep it because for whatever reason oh because that's how it was before oh that's how you know they've always been as if you know things have free will everything you see is a reflection so i see a lot of people who want to manifest relationships or money or weight loss but they'll either they're scared that they'll lose it or that they'll get hurt, they'll get movement, but then attached to that, like if they're manifesting like a person to come in and love them, they may get more movement, right? So they randomly like hit them up out of the blue after like three months of no contact, but then they attach to that. So it's like, okay, they came back into my life after three months of not talking to me, but what if they go back? What if this is just, what if this was just one time thing, you know? And they'll attach to it. First of all, You're in control of your reality and you're giving yourself exactly what you want. Manifestation or receiving or whatever you want to call it isn't just the good things too. It's not, okay, I'm only responsible for the good things in my life and if bad things, quote unquote bad things because that's not how the universe operates. But if bad things happen to me, then that means 
something that's some that that was something out of me that wasn't me that that was just life that's just how life goes for me like you are in control because the universe does not see things as good or bad your subconscious mind does not see things as good or bad when you tell your subconscious mind something especially when you persist on it it is automatically working to make it happen because it is not it, that's its only job. It does not take jokes. It does not have a sense of humor. It does not have a sense of time. It does not have a sense of circumstances. It is working to give you what you want. So just like a GPS, right? So obviously driving is a very subjective thing. Some people hate driving on highways. Some people love driving on highways. Some people hate taking tolls. Some people hate driving on bridges. Like it's all, it's so different for everybody, right? So if you put in in your gps you want to go to a park right and the gps you you click the first set of directions you click the shortest the shortest amount of time to get there and the gps you see after a while that you're go you're about to go on a highway and you're literally about to enter the ramp to go on the highway like it's kind of too late for you to you know do anything else and you're like well, oh my god like i didn't want to be here oh my god this gps i don't want to be here i didn't want to be here i hate the highway i hate driving here like i don't want to be the gps wasn't like okay here's a bad experience or here's an experience you don't like because i want to see you suffer or because you know nothing ever goes your way it is just getting to you to where you want to go it is getting you to where you programmed it to go it is getting you to where you said you wanted to go you put in a destination it's getting you there. It doesn't like see, it doesn't know what you personally want. It just knows where you want to go. It's the same thing. So that's why I don't really like to say negative or good experiences or big manifestations or small manifestations because they don't exist like that. It's all the same. So that's just one thing because when people, you know, have this thing where it's like, if I'm in circumstances I don't like in my life, it's going to be 25 million times harder to get out of it um or it's 25 times million hard that wasn't english but it's a lot harder to manifest good things in my life than it is bad how come it's so easy to manifest them to break up with me or block me or leave me or losing money but it's so hard to get money how come it's so hard to lose weight but it's so easy to gain weight etc it's like because that's your mindset like you can't get anything else that you don't project into the world so you are giving yourself exactly what you want but one thing people are so scared of is switching their negative mindsets to positive ones because that means they have to get rid of their old self, their old concept of self, their old story, who they have been for their whole life, whether it's 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever. People would rather live, whether it's unconscious or not. Well, it's conscious. It's a conscious choice to dwell on you know, negative outcomes, but... People would rather live in uncomfortable and miserable realities because at least then it's predictable. At least they know. It's like, okay, I hate being broke, but I know what to expect. I know how to navigate being broke. I hate struggling. I hate having to go out of my way. I hate having to ask for favors. I hate having to take out a loan. But at least I know how to navigate a life of lack. Okay, because with abundance, you have to 
put trust in yourself. You, There is nobody that can change you. I can give you all the motivation in the world, but if you don't run with it, it'll just be me talking to you. It'll never change your life. You have to put in the work. And a lot of people see, like I said, you manifest all experiences, good or bad. You are manifesting undesired circumstances, but the only reason it doesn't feel like it, it feels like it's happening to you is because you've programmed your mind so well because with repetition when you keep telling yourself an idea or when somebody keeps telling you an idea and they keep repeating and repeating and repeating it pretty soon you don't have to think about it consciously you don't have to affirm it to yourself consciously you just do it and then it reflects so much consistently that it's not even like okay this is an idea that I have to keep telling myself it just is so for example if you were told by like a caretaker or like in school that you were ugly or unattractive and at first you know you like oh that's not true that's not true but people kept saying it you started becoming more insecure it started a little bit smaller you would still kind of try to talk yourself out of it but you believed in what people were saying more than you believed in yourself to a point where you were just like okay I'm not even going to try to persist against it I'm just going to accept it and now you have low self-esteem issues so you didn't just wake up hating yourself it was a progression of persistence in that belief so with that being said you have to be able to trust yourself to get you to the reality you want to experience to get you to an abundance mindset and a lot of people are scared because they say if I put full trust in myself and say I'm rich I'm wealthy money flows to me easily whatever and I and it doesn't materialize and I don't create a backup plan for myself and if it fails then I'm screwed first of all your thoughts create you can't lose if you say you don't but but you have to consistently tell yourself that. I have an episode on reprogramming and I have a bunch of episodes on manifestation. But I, that's why when people are like, well, if I just do this while I get my manifestations, I, I never say yes or no. I never tell people to get their manifestations if they just persist because if they don't do it consistently, it's not going to stick. If they waver or doubt, they're just going to create hot and cold behavior or no movement. So I can't be like, yes, because I know people will victimize me. Like, well, you said I would. I know. And some people try to get me to say, it. I know it. I see it through. I studied psychology. I know exactly what people are doing. I never will say, you will get your manifestation if you do this. I will never, ever, ever guarantee it because I'm not the one giving it to you. And when you ask those questions, you are out of your power. You are not acting out of an abundance mindset or as the operant power of your reality. So... It's not a good... You can get it anytime because you can switch your mind anytime. You can change your thoughts with every second. Okay, I can think about money now. I can think about friends in in a minute. I can think about zebras, you know, tonight. Like, I can change my mind and the consciousness of my focus at any time. But abundant, an abundance means it's already here. When you want something, you already have it. And people don't get what this means. So, okay. If I'm looking for a pen in my purse, but I can't find it, right? And I'm dumping my bag and I'm checking all the pos- and the pockets. But the pen is in there because I know it is. I just can't find it. I can't see it. The presence of the pen in my reality and with my eyes, with my hands, like the presence of the pen where I can feel it, hear it touch it whatever it doesn't lessen the realness it doesn't it doesn't make it the pen isn't less existent or more existent 
based on whether I can see or not with my five senses or experience it with my five senses because its existence isn't based on if I can see, taste, smell, touch, or hear it. It exists regardless of how I perceive it, but it is my, because I'm in control of my reality, okay? Things already exist. It's the only thing I'm doing is awakening its consciousness in my reality. This goes for things, feelings, people, circumstances, whatever. But the way a lot of people operate because of their lack of mindset, the pen might as well not even be there because to them it's like, well, if I don't see it, it's not real. Well, if I can't say it's not there, even though it is, it is. But again, people would rather just say it's not there and victimize because it's what they expected to happen and at least they can say they're right with that. It takes a different person to step out of themselves and realize that, okay, I know the pen is there. I do this with, I've started doing this with lost items too. I, um, sometimes I'll like lose my, or I won't, not lose, I will not see like my card in there, my debit card, my credit card, whatever, in my wallet. And that's where I keep it like 99% of the time. And I'll catch myself about to freak out. And I'm like, if I say it is in my purse, it is in there, regardless of whether I see it or not. And then I find it, obviously, because I know it was in there. And I calm down. And I, and I realized that if I would have freaked out, it would have taken me longer to find it. Like, the more you freak out, the more you're in lack, it takes you longer to see what is already there. You know, I need the pen, and then you're throwing your stuff around, you're looking, you're looking, you're looking. Really, it was just tucked away in, like, a book or something. So that brings me to my next point about struggling. You don't have to struggle to get. You don't have to struggle to receive abundance because, like I just said, it is always available. Either you're in tune with it or you're blocking its flow. It is just like breathing. You are in control of, you know, you can take a long breath, you can take a short breath, you can take multiple breaths, you can take skippy breaths, and you have the choice to decide what the next breath will be. Nothing is predecided for you, okay? If you hold your breath, you block the flow of air in your system, okay? You're not in tune with the abundance of air air all around you but just because you're not experiencing it just because you hold your breath and you pass out or something doesn't mean air wasn't available it's victimization to say it wasn't available because when you wake up you're gonna go right back to your natural state which is breathing you don't have to think to breathe it's not something you have to struggle to do it's not something you're like okay i'm about to take the next breath now it your body just knows it because it's its natural state of being Okay, it just feels like it ran out because you've limited your experience by clinging on to things that were always available to you. Okay, you can't cling on to breathing because there's no point. Nobody's like, nobody clings on to their breath. Nobody, you know, is like, oh my God, what if this is the last one? And then, because if they did, they would hold their breath and then they would pass out. So if you like affirming, you'd say things to yourself like, everything I need, I already have, and everything I have is all that I need. Because it's true. There's never any lack. You receive what you reflect. I know y'all seen the stories where, like, from celebrities or even just little creators or even just, like, random people. They don't have to necessarily be famous. But they'll say stuff like, I didn't know how it would happen. I just knew that it was going to happen. And then it worked out in their favor, right? I've seen it with people dropping out of college and getting kicked out. And now they're millionaires or whatever. Like, it can happen 
for anyone. If it can happen for anyone, then it can happen for you too. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You are the universe. And you keep telling yourself that every day until you believe it because you deserve to believe it. You deserve to walk around knowing that you're the best and that you're the baddest and that you're the most abundant and that things are always working out for you and that life is always going your way and that there is no such thing as losing in your reality because it's the truth. Being in an abundance mindset essentially means just feeling inherently worthy. This doesn't mean that you can't have bad days where you feel out of power, but you don't let those days overpower or shadow all the days that you felt or seen or experienced abundance in your life. You look at the down days as this too shall pass. You say that to yourself when you're in a negative state or not feeling, you're, you're like, this too shall pass. Because the only reason feelings stick around, whether it's good feelings or bad feelings or whatever, is because we attach ourselves to them okay people still hate their exes from three years ago even though they haven't seen or talked or experienced them in three years 10 years whatever because of the way they felt when their ex made the decision to not want to be with them anymore and you can't live like that or you'll absolutely be miserable you'll never let new opportunities come in because you close the door to them you never let new people come in because oh, i hate my ex or uh this person did this or oh my god I lost 200, somebody stole $200 from my credit card three months ago and I did it. Like, you can't live like that. You learn detaching by knowing that nothing is ever truly yours, but you can experience it all. Just like going on vacation, okay, let's say you go to Mexico and you don't want to leave. But when you do leave, you can appreciate the experience it gave you. And if you were to stay in Mexico forever, on a forever vacation, you would never be able to travel to, like, Greece or Africa or Asia or Dominica like you wouldn't allow room because you're so attached to an experience that is fleeting so do that with lack and suffering you appreciate it because for whether it taught you something or showed you something or you can appreciate it because it'll make you appreciate abundance so much more but you say, I don't need you. I don't need to suffer anymore. I don't need, I don't need it. I don't need this anymore. And right before I started recording this, I went on um, Pinterest and just looked up um, Abundance Mindset to see if I got any inspiration or anything I wanted to add. And I saw these four ways on how to break a scarcity mindset. And it's from www. I just put, I'll put the link in the description. It's simple lay simply lay.com i'll put it in the um description but step number one this is four things step number one is do a brain dump i am so big on this i'm so big on releasing okay i whether it's crying or journaling or deep breathing like dude literally give your brain like release it you cannot store everything in your body, okay? So the description says, sometimes to see a pattern, you just need to take everything going on in your brain and put it out in front of you to make sense of it. So brain dumping is essentially journaling. Um, but yes, releasing in any way that is good for you, okay? Step number two, practice gratitude. 
This will help you recognize more of what you do have so that you can focus on that as opposed to what you don't. This will also allow you to put things in perspective. Like, yes, like abundance, like I said, isn't just things. Like, it could be memories. It could be laughing so hard with your friends. It could be watching videos of you from middle school and, like, remembering that time. It could be you hearing, like, old throwback songs and you know, smelling or doing certain things that you love, like baking or sewing or singing or dancing, like, or just going outside, watching the sunset, you know, touching the grass in the morning, watching the sunrise, clean sheets after a fresh shower, like, so many things that just make you feel so good, okay, like, practicing it, and one thing that I like to do that really amplifies good feelings is rubbing my heart whenever I think, and i don't know something about just rubbing my heart i don't know it just it just makes me feel good okay number three is break down your thoughts so once you put things into perspective you're more capable of seeing the bigger picture take some time for reflection why do you feel unsatisfied in that area what will make you feel more happiness wait what will make you feel more happiness that you have control of okay so essentially Yes, I am so big on perspective too. I'm so big on widening your lens. So the question is, why do you feel unsatisfied in that area? Like, yes, like, why do you feel unsatisfied? Like, there is no reason. It exists. Like, there's more enough to go around. Like, you're deserving of the good things, okay? And what will make you feel more happiness that you have control of? Like, yes, like, what can you do to control yourself right now that'll make you feel happier? Flipping your thoughts would be good. Not dwelling on victimization would be good. Telling yourself how you're amazing would be good practicing gratitude would be good like yes and then the last thing is lower your expectations one of the biggest drivers of the scarcity mindset is comparison facts you have to realize your own path and story won't be the same as somebody else's fact if you expect something to happen to you just as fast it's setting yourself up for disappointment because there are so many and i cut it off by accident what did it say because there are so many things that can play into another person's success bars it doesn't mean you won't get there but your time will eventually come but you have to do but you have to do it following your own path and not somebody else's story fact on fact on fact i'm going to literally print that and post it on my community tab or something like i need everybody to see that last one okay lowering your expectations lowering your expectations does not mean lowering your expectations to receive you already have it that's the whole point of this it means lowering your expectations on the how the when the why why isn't it here who will give it to me? When will it come? How come it's not showing up? How come the opposite just showed up? How like those are all limitations in scarcity. And like this thing just said, one of the biggest drives to a lack or scarcity mindset is comparing yourself. Like yes, uh, dude. Every time I see somebody manifest something, you're like, how? How? Oh, like the um. There's this thing on YouTube. It's this thing that Neville coined. Neville Goddard. If you don't know who Neville Goddard is, he is very popular within the law of assumption community he was um he essentially taught law of assumption in like the late 60s so it's this thing where he talks about how to manifest in three days and he says keep a good mental diet which just means flipping your thoughts i have an episode on that i think and um just constantly telling yourself like 
yes, like I have what I want. I'm going where I want to go. Everything's working out for me and you'll get what you want in three days. And this, I don't know, just blew up one day. I've never done it. I've never tried it. I don't like adding time to a manifestation. It stresses me out. It makes me overthink. It makes me, it makes me anxious because I feel like I have another thing to focus on that I don't need to focus on. So a big thing that came out of that challenge was people are like, how come it didn't work? How come I work for this person? What am I doing wrong? Oh my God. And it's like, you, when somebody sees somebody successful and then like, what am I doing wrong? How come they did it? It's like, you don't know the limiting beliefs they had behind that. You don't know the exact steps they did. You don't know their concept of self at the time. You don't know if they had to work only through one belief or a thousand or 70,000 because that's how many thoughts we had a day. You don't know you know, you like, there's so much you don't know. You don't know where they were getting their inspiration, their motivation. You don't know if they cried for like the first 10, the, the first day and a half and it took them another day and a half. On um, the second day and a half, they persisted and got disciplined with themselves. That's why you cannot, number one, put your blessings on a time limit. Like it's abundant. Like there is no time. But number two, you don't know. Obviously, all anybody's ever going to tell you is how successful they are. But they're never going to share what they got through to get there. Or they're never, they maybe they will, but they won't make that their identity. So you can't compare yourself to people because that's lack. Like you see yourself as separate from everyone. And like I always say, if somebody has it, you can have it too. Because you are not separate from them. If somebody can manifest something, yes, if somebody can manifest something in three days, you can do it too, but you're not going to get it by sitting there and say, okay, well, it's been two days and 23 hours and 58 minutes and I have two more minutes and if I don't get it, then that I failed. Like, you're not going to get anywhere by calling yourself a failure. You're not going to do it get anywhere. Like, guys, literally stop putting a rush on things. Stop putting a rush to get things, whether it's money or a healing or a partner or a car. Like, there is nothing to compare. There's nothing to lack. Like, you don't lack anything. If you have it in your mind, then you have it right now, and that's it. Like, I don't get it. Like, basically, yeah, you have it all, and that's it, because you said so, and that's it. And this is where I'm going to end, because that's all I have. Um, but yeah, I hope this kind of put things into perspective. I hope you try those four things. I hope that you start telling yourself that you have it all and that it's all abundant. I hope that you build trust within yourself so you learn to let go and put the trust in the creator of the universe, which is you. Remember, you can have anything you want in this universe. Nothing's too big, small, water, expensive. I believe in you. You should believe in you. And I'll talk to you in my next episode. Bye-bye.